Hi, I'm Sam, and I'd like to welcome Mike Kinsella, a member of the band's American Football, a solo project, Owen, and newly the band Lies. Lies is a new band consisting of Mike and Nate Kinsella, and their debut album is coming out at the end of the month. Welcome, Mike. How are you today? Great. Just uh, started some laundry, and I hope to accomplish it all today. Well, that's a good goal, right? You gotta gotta have clean set, clothes. <laughs> set attainable goals. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, could you tell me a little bit about this new project, Lies? Yeah, it's sort of uh, we uh, we started writing a new American football record, and you know, it was COVID, so it was all remote. And I don't know, a couple people, maybe a couple, some of the band wasn't too excited about the process of just passing files via internet. You know, like sort of whatever anti vibe. The vibe that would be um so we just but we already you know made enough progress on the songs that we didn't really want to scrap them so uh nate and i just decided to call it something different take it a different direction um yeah like sort of you know change the sound enough that it wouldn't be like oh this is just american football without half of american football you know like it sounds like a new thing so uh yeah it just sort of that was the impetus sort of like just trying to stay productive i guess during uh when the world was upside down yeah, yeah. I mean, COVID was certainly quite a quite a time for musical creation, right? You must have gotten so much done. Yeah, I don't know. That would that would maybe yes, in some ways yes, but it, for I guess almost you know twenty five years now or whatever. Um, I don't know. Actually, almost thirty years. I guess there's like sort of this. Even if it's not like a rigid cycle, there's a cycle of writing and then sort of arranging and recording, like documenting that what you've written in that little time, and then you set up shows and then you go play the shows and you play those new songs and then you see your friends and you sort of get validation again that you have a, a, a worthwhile existence. And then maybe you create new stories to tell and new memories and new interactions that you can then you're inspired to write again and then you do that you know so that cycle just repeats it's uh seemingly every couple of years but this you know not having the tour part which took away sort of any of the social part of making music which is sort of the fun part and then uh the inspiring part for me at least yeah i guess the, the short answer is no i wasn't very productive um yeah just sort of not having any reason i don't know i didn't really feel a reason to be productive and also it's hard to write songs you know my my songs are sort of like they're loosely autobiographical but they're through like maybe somebody else's eyes or something so it's hard to do that if, if i'm not interacting with any humans for a while so yeah yeah I, I mean i guess it was a hard time for pretty much everyone right like covid was I, yeah i mean there was definitely i definitely you know picked up a guitar a lot but it was it was sort of i mean to be honest it was sort of hard to like find any motivation to like accomplish anything but mm -hmm. yeah yeah well i saw like you in american football did like a concert in Minecraft, right? Oh, right. I mean, there was, there was at first when nobody really, I mean, nobody knew how long everything would last, but it was all that stuff at first. I mean, at first, I mean, for real, the first couple of months was fun. It was just like, oh, how do we stay like, you know, like, uh, I guess busy and whatever. Um, yeah, that was fun. I had, I asked my, my son was probably six or seven at the time, seven. Um, and he was into Minecraft. So I had him like sort of, I'd be like, what are like funny jokes? Like what are burns you would do on Minecraft? So he would like tell me funny things to like say to make fun of the other band members. And then they would like use that audio in the show and stuff. So. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, was fun. So was yeah. that like mostly inspired by your son or? Uh, it was definitely, I imagine just cause it was in my world, Minecraft in general, because of him would be maybe why I or we were open to it. I mean, the other guys got kids playing too. So I think just as dads, we were kind of like, yeah, that sounds like totally bonkers. Sure, let's do that. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I saw that and I was like, whoa, this is actually really funny. Like I, I, 
that yeah that was really cool i i'm a fan of that idea <laughs> cool yeah it was i mean again it was there was you know once everything we could actually accomplish was taken away <laughs> we had to figure out new uh you know creative endeavors i guess mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah well i mean as you were saying before lies isn't your first project with nate you guys have worked together i guess like at as cousins, you've probably, yeah, you've known each other your whole lives pretty much, but you've worked together a bunch over the past like 10-ish years, right? I mean, it really, it ramped up a lot. Uh, when American Football was asked to sort of reunite just to play shows, not even write new stuff, uh, the, in, the email I wrote to the other guys was like, I'll do this. My cousin Nate has to play bass for us. Like we didn't even have a bass player, but I just sort of, I knew musically I'm into his vibe and I just think I knew we needed a bass player. Anyways, uh, so yeah, like, and then that became way more full-time for all of us than I think any of us imagined. Um, but yeah, I'd started, uh, I think I, I toured, I was playing in a band, Joan of Arc, in maybe 2003, 2001 or two or three. We, it was just like, you know, seven dudes with nothing else to do. So we just like booked, I don't know, like three and a half months of tour, half of it in Europe. And I was like, I don't want to play drums on these songs. I want to play bass. It's way more fun because I wasn't a bass player. So anything you're not doing is more fun, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, so we, and we knew our cousin is a killer drummer and he lived up in Minneapolis. And we just like drop everything you're doing, go on tour with us for like three or four months. And he's like, okay. So <laughs> I guess that would be like when we started playing together um, and sort of learning how each other played and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, you know, 20 years ago. Wow. Yeah. So would you describe your musical partnership as like you kind of know what each other's like thinking musically or? I wouldn't give myself that much credit. I think he knows, he knows what I'm thinking. Uh, I've got a smaller bag of tricks and I'm, I think he knows, you know, what I'm going to pull out each time. Uh, he's like, a, his mind is just so, uh, yeah, he's just a creative guy. So like, you know, it's like, I'm sort of based in this like reality of guitar and drums and organic or uh, yeah, I guess organic instruments. But he hears music more as like actual sounds happening so he can, I mean, he went to school for a composition too. So he can like, you know, he can definitely be like, oh, I think that should be a glockenspiel or that should be a, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like a choir or something, you know, like just way outside my box. So yeah, mm. it's fun. It's so fun to write with him. And it's, it's I, whatever he's doing, I trust, like, we don't have to like everything we both, you know, bring up or bring into the uh, mix, but I think we respect each other enough to be like, okay, like I'll sit with that for a while, you know, and I'll try to like it. So yeah, cool. yeah. I mean, it, it's good to have someone that you can kind of like bounce musical ideas off of. That's a that's absolutely a, yeah a good thing to have. Always, yeah, because I it takes me forever to finish an own album, and it takes he's in a solo band called Birthmark, and it takes him even longer because yeah. Well, that's what partnerships need, are for, right? Yeah, you need somebody to just tell you to stop it. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Any good relationship. Yeah, it'll it'll help. <laughs> well, I I noticed um for all of your American football stuff, the album covers are pretty similar and they all have the same name, American Football. Was there like a reason that you did this or did it just kind of happen that way? Uh I think eventually I think it was happening. I mean, it happened whatever when the first iteration in 1999, there was like already an EP that was just EP and then there was LP and then we broke up for 15 years. And then, I don't know, I thought, it, I think we all just, yeah, we thought it'd be cool to attach. Like, I think there's like a lot of making the second full length. We are there was like, we we're trying to like be like a bookend almost like this is what this band sounds like 15 years later, 18 years later, whatever, like by the time we record and stuff. Um, but it, with the same parameters, you know, same guys, essentially we added Nate, uh, 
try to like, you know, like whatever was on the first album, sort of uh, uh, lyrically or sort of like the stories that were being told, like what happens now? And, the, that, you know, so there was always parallels. So we just thought it'd be cool to just like leave it self-titled um, and call it LP2. And then that we, we didn't have a plan to make a third album. And then when we decided to make a third album, then we started getting more a little. Yeah. Now we're like, well, there's not really a reason to title it, is there? Because the other ones are fine as LP123. So or, you know, whatever EP. So, yeah, we just sort of went with it. Yeah, that's interesting. Like you, you didn't have plans for it. It just, it just kind of happened, I guess. <laughs> and then, I mean, so then LP one is the, the house, and then LP two is from inside the house, so a different mm-hmm. perspective. And then LP three is as our sound, I think, got more expansive. Uh, you know, we started adding more instruments, and maybe so the the idea for the artwork then was that to pull back a little bit. It's less uh, micro, more macro, I guess, or either that one or the opposite. I can't remember. Um, yeah, so it's 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 champagne still. It's still the same city. It's still the same vibe. Same photographer. Our buddy Chris took it. Um, but it's you know of you wouldn't see the house anymore. It's mm-hmm. like way you can see much more than just you know the house or whatever. And was that like one of your houses? That was uh, buddies of ours lived there. The Chris who did Chris Strong um, did the original artwork and all the uh, follow up artwork. He lived there um, for a couple of years in college and they used to have like house parties and stuff. So it's like a house that we would all have been in. Yeah, I, it's good to have memories there, right? You look at the album, oh, it's like, it's oh, great, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's fun to make it like actually have like meaning, personal meaning is fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, well, I gotta say, like, all of your music is just so impressive. Like, I listened to some of your, um, your lies stuff last night. I was listening to some of the singles you've released and I was like, wow, this is, you know, this is kind of nuts. And of course, like, like never meant, um, from, from American footballs first is just like, I can't wrap my, my mind around that guitar part. It's just like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, you know, that we, we got real lucky with that song. Just, it's a good song and we happened to write it. Uh, and then, yeah, it's thanks. Impressive is a cool word. I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I would prefer to not just talk about the specific time signatures of every song. I think there's like a, the goal is to make sort of like catchy, emotive music, but like subtly, you know, nothing's mm-hmm. too like hits you over the head too much. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you did a good job at it, right? Like, like your albums you. are pretty good. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I gotta say, yeah. Um, I got like a, a bit of a personal connection to to your first album. I well, I gave it as a birthday present for my girlfriend Chloe because she she the two of us love um, American football. So it was like I don't know, beautiful. It, yeah, yeah. It's a. I've said that uh, when we were you know doing the second album, we finally like decided to, like actually be a band again. In the interviews, people be like, "Why did when? Why do you think people still like your band if you even play for fifteen or whatever years?" And I was like, "Oh man, there's always like." new kids going you know approaching the age we were at when we wrote it and i think it resonates like a real sort of like earnest youth kind of so yeah you're right you're right in the wheelhouse yeah to, yeah to yeah. feel it that's awesome yeah yeah well uh as i said before like all your music is just so impressive and i'm i'm so lucky to be talking to you right now and and thank <sighs> you so much for for talking to me sure. Mike. thanks for Give me something to do besides laundry. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just, it's so cool to hear your musical stories, lies, American football, all that great stuff, like all, all your music. It's it's amazing. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks for the interest, Sam. I'm Sam, and I hope you enjoyed that interview with Mike Kinsella, uh, a member of American Football and newly the band Lies. Lies' debut album is coming out at the end of this month, March, so 
if you uh if you're interested make sure to check that out i'm i've listened to a few of the singles and they're pretty good so i'd recommend it if you enjoyed this interview make sure to check out my back pages on spotify apple podcasts or any other podcasting platform to listen to many great interviews just like this one